every marriage has three rings. The engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the bickering. We're here to settle the fights that don't matter and have no winner. It's the Three Rings Podcast with another new argument. Welcome to the Three Rings Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I am Phil. And we are... Married. Yeah. You did it. I did it. You did it. Yay. See, it's really not that difficult to do the intro. I don't know. It didn't feel great. You don't have to do it for the future if you don't want to. I proved to myself that I can do it, so now I'm fine. We can move on. You've you've accomplished that, so... (laughs) Well done there. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of myself. This is a big day for me. It is indeed. Well, again, welcome to another weekly episode of the Three Rings Podcast. And uh, we're going to be talking uh, more music this yeah. week. Yep. And before we uh, get into uh, today's topic of what is the best Justin Timberlake song, which I'm very passionate about. Yeah. I'm way more passionate about it than you are, I think. Uh, yeah. We've been putting off this one for a little while, I think, just because I've been so like... Yeah, this is more in my will. But I'll fight about it if you want to. I mean, we're definitely going to. But okay. uh, before we dive into uh, all of that, and uh, we'll give people the opportunity to remember all of the various hits that Justin Timberlake has, uh, so they can contribute to the argument as well uh, <laughs> on social media at Three Rings Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us on all of those. You can. So yeah, make sure to follow along and uh, just participate. Is really what we're looking for out of all of this but uh before we get into it um it's been uh quite the uh quite the time here in louisville quite the time yeah um i think since the last time that we recorded um protests like still happening yeah i think as they should be yeah i can't remember i think we uh it, it had just started the last time we actually recorded here in the studio so uh it has since kind of died down a little bit as far as the intensity, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's okay in downtown. There's still, again. there's still stuff that needs to happen for sure. Yes, a hundred percent. Like it's it's by no means over, but no, um, no, there aren't you know multiple streets with broken windows and glass everywhere, right? And all yeah. of that. So yeah, that's a little bit better. So, yeah, you know, so we we've made it through that. Um, pandemic's still going on. I don't foresee a time when it won't be from here until we get a vaccine, whenever that might be. Yeah, so that's been uh, pretty crazy. And um, let's talk about let's something. What is something that is good that's happened? Um, something good. There's really not a whole lot of good <laughs> that's happened. There's more so just um, not. Uh, not terrible. that I'm trying to like downplay the uh, seriousness of all that's been going. Well, on. I've I've had multiple conversations about that, mainly with with coworkers. So when I talk with uh, with Ben and Kelly uh, with DJX, like a big part of their morning show is uh, their feel good stories that they yeah. do, and they do feel good stories every hour. Oh. So you know, just talking with them, it's like. Sometimes it's really a struggle right now to find feel good stories to share with people. Right? Yeah, like, I can imagine. It's just it's especially very since like I think that most news like uh, like outlets kind of focus on the bad because it draws more people in for whatever yeah. reason. We are kind of like as humans attracted to like bad news. Yeah. Um. But so you know, with so many. Like big things happening, big bad things happening. Yeah. Big necessary things happening. Yeah. Um, 
it's hard to find it's hard to find room for those like smaller feel good stories. But yeah. um, Leia's still adorable. She is. But even when you when you look at some of the things that you can perceive as being positive about all of it, like different unity among you know communities, anything like that. Yeah. At the same time, you you have to take the the bad with the good. So like. You see, while this is and happening, you see way lot. more people stepping up as yeah. being like, oh, those are your true colors type well, of people. Well, I think, you know? unfortunately, I, I, I think one of the downsides to the whole news thing is, though, that we probably have more of the good stuff going on than the bad, but because mm-hmm. the bad stuff is what gets what draws people in, that's what gets to, like the front page yeah and when you are just repeatedly seeing that instead of the like the numerous good stories like you could have five really great stories about really good things really like awesome progressive things happening but one bad story about someone doing something that they shouldn't have been and that's what they're gonna focus on it's just like it's like revisionist history almost yeah that makes sense, though. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's there's plenty of good that's happening, and a lot of like hard but necessary things happening right now, and um, yeah. that's good. But you know, we got to kind of like day by day. You can't focus on those like crazy negative stories. You're gonna lose your mind at some point. So yeah, you just take the take the small things where you can. Yeah, little is victories. Cute. We're here. Yep. We had some good Mexican food today. Had an awesome burrito, but also it rained like crazy, and like my allergies are not. Yeah, if we it, sound so. stuffy, then that's why. But um, if you hear me sniffling, like I'm yeah. doing my best. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> You're doing so good. Difficult. You're doing good. Yeah, You're doing good. Yeah, but um, yeah, and so I think um, you know, with the lack of feel good stories and positivity, I think that people can come to us and get some of that positivity. Yeah, I agree. Even though we are going to be arguing, I think it's a fun topic that we're Well, arguing. it's all in good fun. I think it's all, like, we're, at the end of the day, this is a humor podcast more it than is. anything else. So, like, if we it's can't... It's funny to us. Yeah, if we can't make... <laughs> yeah, at the very least, it's funny to us. But if we can't make you laugh, then what are we doing? Wasting our hopefully, time. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> and hopefully you get that. Hopefully, um... Maybe you feel a little bit stronger about Justin Timberlake than I do. Yeah, maybe you're in the same boat as me, which well, is actually do- hilarious because, like, looking at at my sheet, you have way more planned for this than I do. I wouldn't go that far. I copied and pasted a lot of stuff in here because I know okay. that if I'm like uh, talking about music stuff, then I have to like come more prepared you than you come do. With the facts. Yeah, like you I have come to, prepared. but um. Two, you know, uh, I guess, like, funny enough, you were definitely more of a boy band person than I was back in the day. Oh, yeah. You were... No shame. You were more of a Backstreet Boys person than an NSYNC person, but... Yes. While you were, like, jamming to the boy bands, I was hardcore into Spice Girls. I did not have time for Backstreet Boys or NSYNC in my life. Yeah. Or Britney Spears at that time, or Christina Aguilera. I was, like, fully invested. Spice up your life. And, yeah, spicing up my life. Yeah. I was, like, the Spice World universe was enough for me. Okay. Well, I was, uh, I will state that I was very pro Backstreet Boys, and still am to this day, but... 
when you want to get into the boy band conversation, like JT, yeah, like yeah, he's kind of the he, king. Like, like he kind of tops all of it, like, right? Yeah, like I'd rather have JT over the Backstreet Boys, but like everybody else in NSYNC, you, you weren't really needed. Who else in like name JC? There's Joey Fatone. What was his last name? Fatone. Shazé? No, not <laughs> Joey Fatone. Uh, JC, Shazé, Lance Bass. I guess he's yeah. still kind of around. Is he? Yeah, he pops up in the tabloids every so often. For what? I don't know. The list of who cares? Sure. I don't know. But uh, doing fuck all. The Carters, I guess, were like the standout Backstreet Boy. Uh, yeah. Just the one Carter, the Backstreet Boys, but Aaron Carter kind of like... Was, yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't fine. know. <laughs> as, a group, as a group, they were way better. But when you talk about NSYNC, it was Justin Timberlake and So were else. you into Spice Girls at all, or was it no. too like girly for you? It was way too girly for me. Oh, I had t-shirts, posters, Barbies, well, it makes sense lollipops. Because you're a girl. Like, yeah, I, I had like... You know what really bugs me is you can't find Spice World anywhere on like any streaming service. I'm sorry. I want to go back and watch it so bad. Dear God, I hope it never shows up. <laughs> I'm not going to put up with that. I'd watch it every day. That's why I don't want it to fucking show up. But, but let's let's dive into okay. this. We're going to be okay. talking about the best Justin Timberlake song. And I want to go first just because wanna I want to get I want to get this over with. Okay. I want to. <laughs> No, because I, I feel like... We're very dedicated to doing this podcast. <laughs> no, I, not that I want to get the podcast over with. I want to get my points over with because I already... I just... I don't feel confident about my okay. stance this week. Right. Um Okay, so I chose What Goes Around Comes Around, which was released Ooh. in December 2006. Um, I chose it because it was commercially successful. Okay. Uh, it came off of Future Sex Love Sounds, which was iconic and a standout for Justin Timberlake. I won't disagree. And that, and it was career defining for him. Those are my three points. Career defining. Career defining. Interesting. Okay, so um, what goes around comes around was one very commercially successful in the United States. It debuted at sixty four on the Billboard Hot one hundred. Uh, and it propelled to number one in February. Um, it became Timberlake's third consecutive number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 from the Future Sex Love Sounds album, which made him the first male artist since Usher in 2004 to have three or more consecutive number one hits from one album. Um, it charted on the Hot 100 for 25 weeks, was certified platinum, and uh, the album that it was from made its made its way onto a number of uh, best of lists. So it was extremely successful for him. Sure. What and, like, hasn't been though? What? What hasn't been though? Oh, what was that last album that he released? Man in the Woods or whatever? Yeah. Nobody cared about nobody, that. Yeah, Remember that music video that. that he did with like the robot too? All right. Bef- before you do anything with that, like that was actually a good song. Yeah, but nobody gave a shit about it. Which blew my mind because it was actually a really good song. It was fine. I couldn't sing it now. Like it's not like it didn't stick in my head like literally at all. Well, 
That was called. That was filthy. Yes. Yeah. But I I Show couldn't. Filthy hands all over me. Okay, so Phil can sing it. I that remember. Makes it. I one. thought it was a great song. The video was pretty. The video was cool. cool. The video was cool, but like nobody nobody was like, oh yeah, that one. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't like the song of the summer or whatever the case may be. No. He wasn't like. I, it, you didn't hear it all over or whatever. Like it, it just wasn't. It, it's not a standout. All so right. you can't say that every song that he's done has no. been. But I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here if every song was worthy of like all the accolades. All right. But this all one right. got a ton. Yeah, it did. Um. Okay. Uh, Future Sex Love Sounds was iconic and a standout for him. Um, like I said, the album earned numerous. Uh, earned its place on numerous best of lists in 2006 and the following years. Uh, music. Oh, why? That's such a dumb way to. Uh, <laughs> it's just like they, the way that they referenced Rolling Stone. Yeah. Rolling Stone listed Future Sex Love Sounds as their 26th among two, 2006 top 50 albums of the year. And The Observer made it number 47 on the publication's best 50 albums of 2006. Um, and it's, uh, on the, in Time magazine, the album is ranked eighth among, among its list of top 10 best albums of 2006. Um, they said that Timberlake levitates into falsetto that honors Prince and Michael Jackson without stealing from them on the album. Okay. It's a great album. I mean, I'm not going to disagree that it's a great album. I mean, it is a very good album. It's not the best. What's the best? Uh, well, I mean, I'll get to my point. Do you want to wrap yours up, or do you want sure, me to just chime I guess. in here? No, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, so, again, it was career-defining for him. Uh, the success of Future Sex Love Sounds affected both Timberlake's and Timbaland's careers. For Timberlake, it further established his career as a solo artist even he said sexy backs was the sexy back was the point when people stopped asking him when in sync was going to get back together yes so i mean it's he said it it kind of beefed up this song in particular beefed up his like quote unquote hipster fan base too it made him like more widely popular even outside of the people who were just following him like for being in a boy band yeah so this, I mean, like, it gained him, like, a more diverse audience, opened him up to more people. Yeah. Plus, he, this song's just damn good. Like, that, like... It is, but, I mean, even off of the Future Sex Love Sounds album, I wouldn't even argue that What Goes Around Comes Around is the best song on that album. How? I mean, I, I would 100% Okay, like, Sexy Back is yes, good. I would 100% good, argue but that like, Sexy Back is But, like, as far as, like, lyrically, lyrically, What Goes Around Comes Around is... I have, Top fucking notch I for him. I have nothing against the song at all. I love the song, but I don't. That think- like switch at the end where it, like it it like completely transitions into like that kind of like slow jam at the end. Like yeah, I've, come on. I mean, it's it's a good song, flawless. It's it's not even the best song on that album. Let Plus, alone like the, his best song. The music video. Remember music how Scarlett Johansson was in the music video? I do. So good. I mean, again, iconic. <laughs> Can't keep saying iconic about this. It, it was. Again, it was like, so good. It is not even better than Sexy Back off of that. Okay, album. Sexy Back. Okay, I, okay, 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 oh, okay, okay, okay. Sexy Back is fun. Yeah. 
what goes around comes around is like quality songwriting okay he like like lyrically it's great musically it's great the production is great sexy back is like fine it's like fun to like dance to and like you know whatever but like it's not like it didn't I don't really think it was that different than stuff you've heard before. What goes around comes around was very different. Yeah. And it like the way it kind of melded like pop music and like R&B was fantastic. It like just overall a fantastic song. I I won't disagree that it's Plus a fantastic like the backstory song, too about it being about Britney Spears. Like how do you not like how is that not like come on. Okay. You've made What's your po- sexy back about? bringing sexy back okay which she fucking did so (laughs) you want to talk about that like come on okay all right and i'm not even arguing for sexy back being the best justin timberlake song i guess yeah what's yours mine takes it back to the beginning jesus off of justified i think the best justin timberlake song of all time is rock your body but okay that that album though like i can name two songs off that album that's it? Rock Your Body and Senorita are the only songs I know off of that album. How about Cry Me a River? Okay, all right, I know that one. Which, let me see. So you, ma- you made that point about Timbaland. Oh, yeah, Timbaland produced that one, didn't he? Which one? Cry Me a River. Yeah, because, like, What Goes Around Comes Around was, like, the part two of that song. But, like... But he... So he produced for the first album... But your point was but, that okay, it really but future propelled sex love his career. Song, future sex love sounds had like hit Is, after hit after hit after hit. Like it was like nonstop. Same with Justified. Not as that many. Entire, not as many. It was a fantastic album. I'm, okay, I'm gonna take over here because okay, I think you know Rock Your Body is the best Justin Timberlake song. Point number one, debut solo album. Tons of pressure when it comes to being a solo artist as opposed to being a boy band so a lot of pressure for a debut album it's the most successful song on the album by the way point number two and point number three the success from that first album is what pushed his career in a completely new direction so point number one debut solo album breaks away from NSYNC this is his time to shine and when you think about his departure from NSYNC, who was wildly successful, there's not a lot to... What's the best way that I want to phrase this? Stepping out on your own and not having anybody else to have your back or to help shoulder any burden that might mm-hmm. come from a album that might not work. When you go out on your own with a high expectation and you deliver an album like Justified, that's pretty fucking impressive the fact that he and, named it justified well, i mean it's not the worst name for an album his name's when justin. your name is justin it's pretty bad i'm yeah it could have been better but future sex love sounds at least it's different okay i can't even remember the i could not remember the name of that debut album i remember future sex love sounds okay well it was, you know, again, back to his departure. But, like, okay, so okay, maybe he... Not. <laughs> maybe not. All he, right. he has a great voice. He's a very yeah. talented guy. Yes. He just got out of NSYNC. 
Yeah. You think that his label was going to hook him up with bad producers? Like, of course that album was going to be successful in some way. Future Sex Love Sounds was, like, next level, like, successful. Think of any of the boy bands, how many of them had fantastic debut albums going solo. Who who sang as well as Justin Timberlake? But that's kind of the point. So it doesn't really matter who the producer... You could have had any of those members. You could have had Joey Fatone working with all the same producers. Was it going to do as well? No, the because it's just the talent. Timberlake. Yeah, the but talent like, is the talent. But so. so just because it was like good for a debut album, though, doesn't mean it's that great. But it was good for for his debut album because it was a departure from the boy band bubblegum pop like you get r&b out of this album like this particular song with rock your body is very much a pop song yeah but think of well think of it this way the song was originally written for michael jackson Mm, okay so all right so that okay when you're going down that route when you're going and talking about greatness like that kind of says stuff in its own, but um, you know, when you think of some of the other songs that are on there, like Crimea River and Senorita, that were a little like you know, they were more softer, they were more ballad like. I still think Senorita is like a straightforward pop song, but it's it's not as like high tempo, like Energy. energetic. Yeah, okay, okay. but it, it is still a pop song. Okay. I mean. It, like right now, like Louis Capaldi, those are pop songs. Right, those are yeah. Like, right. You can still have that. Even Cry Me a River is a pop song. Right. It's, you know, ballad type deal. So, you know, it's one of the standout songs on the album, and it stands out so much because it's one of the most commercially successful songs on the album. It's more successful than Cry Me a River, actually. Rock Your Body sold way more copies, about 2 million copies, and Cry Me a River sold about 800,000. So, you know, the most successful song on the album and when Justin Timberlake has played the Super Bowl he's picked Rock Your Body for both times that he played in the Super Bowl he performed that song both times that he did it and uh, okay that's pretty good that was which I forget which year was the first year that he did it uh, but 2018 um, was the second time but uh, in uh, in the first Super Bowl that he did it when he was performing the song that was the Janet Jackson Nipplegate. Nipplegate. No. So that's the song that he was playing for that, well, which could have contributed sense. to some of the success. Yeah, but, but again, that was you know that was just it. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of the point of how successful it was, and then Timbaland was there for that too, and kind of segued into everything else. So there wasn't a second Nipplegate at the Super Bowl. But <laughs> um, yeah, so most successful song on the album. Uh, and my final point for why Rock Your Body is the best Justin Timberlake song, again, the success of the album is what pushed him in a new direction. So, you know, while the entire album as a whole and not just the song uh, was successful, the career path that he was taking could have had a very significant and dramatic turn had this album not worked and had... Rock Your Body not been a very successful Was single. Rock Your Body the first single off of that album, or that was... Uh... I can't remember. I think Senorita was actually the first single. Interesting. And then I think Rock Your Body, and then I think Cry Me a River. But I could be wrong. Those were the main three singles from the album, but I think it was Senorita was first. I'm yeah, not... I don't like Senorita. 
How can you not like Senorita? I don't know. Just, I don't know. I don't. That's I a great don't. song. And it doesn't pl- do anything for and me. And plus, this entire album, I mean, like, this was like Neptunes, like, right when they were getting to their peak. Like, Pharrell was yeah, knocking out hit after hit. I'm, after I'm hit. not saying it was not a good and album. features on Senorita, by the way. Who? Future? Pharrell. Oh, is he? He features on Senorita, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But, um,. I I'm not saying it's a good album. It's not Future Sex Love Sounds though. But th- but you have to think of like how again how his entire career changed because of this album. Had it not worked, had the album not been well received, had the songs not been well received, but we could be seeing In Sync doing tours like Backstreet Boys is doing right now. But he had everything on his side. But again, anybody could have. Anybody in those bands could have. I would argue anybody that, in Backstreet Boys could have done the same thing. The other members of those two boy bands were not as talented as he was. Yes, I agree. So when you have that and you're hooked up with all the right people, of course your debut album is going to be at least somewhat of a success. Somewhat, but if it's not a huge success, then that could push you to say, maybe we should do the in sync thing more or mm. get the band back together because there's more to gain from something like that as opposed know. to continuing and going solo and that success is what pushed him to future sex love sounds with more of an r&b feel and working with people that he really wanted to work with i.e timberland so timberland produced so much of that second album but he was only partially involved in the first album so I just still I think still, the Rocky Body's fine. I don't think it's great. No, it it is great. But again, like you could <laughs> no, we could be no. see we could be seeing In Sync doing tours right now, like Backstreet Boys. Do you is think doing. that Backstreet or do you think In Sync will ever do No like because a, he doesn't Justin Timberlake doesn't need to. But still like even the even Destiny's Child got back together for a song or two at Coachella when Beyonce was headlining. Maybe. Like you could see it. But this this song I'm in not particular, saying they have to like tour. Yeah, but this song in particular and this album in particular, it showed what he can do by himself. It showed that he was the did best singer. Did he write at all on yeah. that one? Oh he did? He did. So it showed that he could sing, it showed that he could write showed that he could perform solo and also showed that you know he could go down a similar path like a Michael Jackson where you have pop, you have R&B, you have the total package as a solo artist as opposed to being in a group and you can do it by yourself and that's what pushed him towards doing what he wanted to do as an artist with Future Sex Love Sounds being more R&B driven which all of his albums since then have been more in that realm so without this song without this album without its popularity and its success we wouldn't have justin timberlake as we know him right now we could be seeing you know jt as part of in sync again you wouldn't have your favorite justin timberlake song song if it wasn't for songs like rock your body which was the best song on the album and why i say it's the best justin timberlake song of all time spice girls forever no just no it's not even part of the conversation we don't even need them it's always a part of the it's never part of the conversation it's always a part of the conversation they are no they're off bring them back no 
the best part about the Spice Girls is David Beckham. What? No. Yeah. No way. 100%. Get out of here. As a man, when it comes oh. to the Spice Girls, <laughs> only thing I care is about is that David Beckham. Is a man. Uh, and he didn't even need her. Whatever. He's doing Spice fine before. Forever. Spice up your life. Stop it. Don't need that. <laughs> Don't need that. If you want to be my husband, you got to get with the Spice Girls. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Fuck up. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Tell us what you think. What is the best Justin Timberlake song? Um, you can... Uh, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Three Rings Pod. That's T H R E E Rings Pod. Please go on to um, Apple Podcasts, rate and review us, share us with your friends. You can listen to us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. That's and right. uh, we will see you next week. I think next week's going to be kind of a goofy one. Yeah, I, I think so. We have a lot of just strange Random topics. Random stuff, yeah. Yeah, so kind of rapid fire, but we're not really sure if they're going to be longer. We'll figure or, it out. Yeah. We're kind of winging it as we go. Yeah. It'll be a new one for us. Yeah, next week we're just making it up on the spot. <laughs> see what All happens. Right, see ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to another weekly episode of the Three Rings Podcast. We'll be back next week with another new argument. In the meantime, follow us on all social media platforms at Three Rings Pod. Join in the argument and tell us who's right, who's wrong, or why you have the right answer. Whatever. Just tell us stuff.